Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Signal Fire Radio, a show where a bunch of military veterans and their friends get together to defeat the villain of self-doubt by having encouraging conversations designed to feed your mind, strengthen your body, enrich your spirit, and grow your tribe. I'm your co-host, Rob Renz. I am joined, as always, in season three, at least, as always, <laughs> by my co-host, Brandon Pettyjohn Esquire. How are you doing, the Port City Attorney? I'm doing well. How yeah? are you doing today? I, I am living my very best life right now. I've been on a run for the last two or three weeks that I... I've been pretty jealous of your... I don't know uh, that I've been on a better run than this. Yeah. I'm, I, and I smell atrocious. Like, I've kind of ditched deodorant because I've been so busy. So I'm, I apologize in advance if my, my odor is offensive to you. I don't smell you, but I also wouldn't suggest people to ditch deodorant yeah don't ditch deodorant yeah, yeah. i'm on like the uh, i'm on like the healthy deodorant it doesn't have like any aluminum natural. yeah i just i stink i smell atrocious yeah. but i've been outside like you, you um you kind of you take in the the joe rogan philosophies and just try all the things yeah, i just try all the you're things. going carnivore next yeah i yeah. i have a friend who did carnivore and i saw him for the first time last week in probably four years, and he was unrecognizable to me. Oh, I'm sure. Totally yeah. unrecognizable sure. to I me. I want to try. I just, I love me some, I love me some breads and yeah. some pastas. Everyone's, yeah, yeah, man, I love Italian food. Like, you're not going to get me to stop eating pasta. Yeah. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you're not going to get me to do it. And then to your right, we have Chris Bradley, the Cape Fear investigator. If you're the Port City attorney, we might as well start branding him as the Cape Fear investigator. Might as well. Yeah. I like it. I'll you good it. with it? Yeah, man, I'm good. <laughs> How have you been, dude? I'm good. Yeah. So, so hang on. Let's go back okay. real quick. So no deodorant. Matthew McConaughey living the Matthew McConaughey all life. All right, all right, all right. Got you a bongo drum. Yep. Just watch out the cops show up. Just turn, just turn your weed yeah. over. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, right. Dude, right. I got to tell you something. Uh, so I spent all last week in Key West making a documentary, a mini documentary, for an amazing organization, Task Force Dagger, that I want to talk about today. Um, but, like, nobody down there gives a damn. Like, I saw a couple police officers. Like, Duval Street is like New Orleans. Like, Bourbon Street meets Charleston. But it's very, very clean, and it's tropical. And most people were super polite there. I mean, there's definitely people getting overserved, but it's not like you would see on Bourbon Street. They have like nudie bars there. Right? They do have a couple. Yeah, they do have a couple. And then also, weed is totally legal down there. They just don't care. Florida doesn't have a recreational. It's like, medicinal, right? It, but yeah. It, yeah, it is but they medicinal. Don't check. They do have medicinal. No, they don't. They just like walk right in. No medis No med medical card needed. So Key West is like that's oh, got the big, dispensaries that yeah, care. yeah. It's got huge rob retirement vibes written all over it, nice. like huge. And then we took a drive up to um, Marathon, so like I think three or four keys up from Key West, mm. um, and that's just like raw, unexplored beauty, man. It was totally a life changing experience being there. It's that's a awesome. really cool part of the world. Yeah. So tell tell me about the Task Force Dagger. I don't yeah. know anything about it. So yeah. So Shane Stool Miller, shout out to him. Um, he, we did some work for him a couple years ago when he was getting out of the Marine Corps, um, just some personal branding videos and stuff. And we kept in touch, kept in touch. He, he did the traditional transition thing. Like he went and tried a bunch of different jobs, um, was making great money, but found out that he hated it and was like, I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, this is not how I'm built. I'm not built to just chase a, chase a dollar. So he took over, I think maybe four or five months ago as the executive director of Task Force Dagger Special Operations Foundation, which has kind of three 
primary objectives. Um, they help meet the immediate needs of the soft community. So if somebody needs a plane ticket for a medical procedure or something and they can't afford it, they'll pay for it. Then they have their soft health initiatives, and then they have their rehabilitative events, which is what we were there. So we were at what's known as the Dagger Dive. They bring all these soft families um, down to the dive center, Army Dive Center in Key West, and get them scuba certified. So by the end of the week, the whole family, every kid 12 and up, leaves scuba certified. Nice. An amazing bonding experience, right? And it was, I was really, really, um, it seemed very unique to me because we've been around, I've been around a lot of veteran service organizations, and none of them really seem to focus on the entire family unit. Um, kids, spouse, and dad or mom, whoever it was that was in the service. Um and so, man, it was it was a home run of an event because they just had so much planned for young kids and, you know, like preteens up to teenagers to be able to go and and do something that was kind of like a great equalizer, like scuba diving. There's a couple double amputees there. Um, when they're in the water like that, they're able to do the things that they could do prior to their injury. Right. So they're like having an absolute blast. Like the joy on these people's faces as they're coming up, being able to do something that they, they had thought that they might have lost forever. And then finding new ways to communicate with their kids and with their spouse, just like an absolutely amazing experience. But one of the underneath those rehabilitative like programs that they have, they do something which totally floored me. And this is when I found out about this and understood it a little bit more. This is where I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to hang my hat with this organization. Cause it just sort of, you know, sometimes things come full circle. Sure. It was very strange given my MOS in the Marine Corps. So there are 80,000 service members who have died overseas, um, that we know of that, um, have never been returned home. So you think of like, you know, fighter pilots that went down somewhere in the Pacific theater during world war two, and they've never been recovered. Sure. They work with, uh, the uh, Eastern Carolina university. They have a maritime archeological department there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also work with the uh, POW MIA, um, agency, and they're the ones that fund it. And they take veterans that have gone through the task force dagger program to get scuba certified to go and dive the wreckages of these areas where men and women were lost in combat. And if they can't recover their personal remains, they try to, they attempt to recover some of the personal effects and bring closure back to those families who never knew what happened to dad during world war one or world war two. It's just an amazing, amazing thing. And I had no idea this like 80,000 people. Yeah, that's crazy. Especially when, you know, especially when, every branch of service like it's ingrained in us no man left behind sure. right sometimes sometimes it's it's not possible to do that mm-hmm. to leave somebody behind so they're really making good on that by doing everything that they possibly can to go and find whatever they can from when that person passed away at war and bring them back home so really cool. it was an incredible event absolutely incredible event and a great organization yeah that's awesome no that's really cool because yeah, you definitely like. I think a couple of years ago they had found some. They returned some remains from some guys in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, I didn't even think about like the the maritime aspect of that and how many ships went down during World War II. Right. And um, and yeah, yeah, that's that's really cool that they're doing that and kind of using this as a as a way to kind of give back to a little bit. Bridges a great gap. Yeah, and it, it brings such a ama- from some of the ones that I talked to, and it's cool because the. 
most, I think three of the board members um, were all uh, Black Hawk Down guys. Um, and so in talking with them, one, they just have an incredible worldview um, and perspective sure. um, and and have like been a part of Task Force Dagger for like 10 or 11 years. So they've they've really like they're just dialed in. They just know what they're doing. Um, and to, to be able to like say that we had somebody who was a double amputee who, who lost his legs in a helicopter accident in extreme combat to then be able to go and dive to find men who went down in helicopter accidents or fighter pilot accidents, bomber accidents, whatever, and be able to recover their remains just brings in. Unbel- it's in it's it's almost difficult. I don't know how to really put words to it. Like, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, because I, I think that it could it could really bring some like healing and closure, especially if you got someone that has, um, you know, like a, a lot of people that went to combat have survivor's guilt and stuff yep. like that. And so like that's a way for them to be able to like do something and say, hey, look, you know, I might not have been able to do what I was, you know, what what I would have wished I would have been able to do during my time, but I helped another family kind of heal or grow or you know I didn't mend. I didn't think about the survivor's guilt aspect of it that's probably 100% what it why and why I'd ha- been having a hard time articulating what that sure. would mean to somebody right. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's wild man that's wild so um what I want to do from this point forward I'm going to put it on record um is that I want to document one of these stories I'd made my first mini documentary it was yeah. something it was an opportunity well we we haven't Fully produced it yet. We got to edit it and do everything else for them. Um, but that was phase one. Phase two then is for me to spend six months. Well, maybe not that long. I don't know how long it'll take. But to go to Saipan with these guys mm. and record an actual recovery of one of these people and make a full-length documentary around it. And then I can say awesome. I've that done really some cool. things yeah. that I really, really yeah. wanted to do that were extremely aspirational to me that I never thought would be possible but it feels like now I have the story yeah. and, and it means so much to me having been in mortuary affairs in the military. Sure. Like, it's like, what is going on right now to where all of these circumstances are kind of coming together Sure, to yeah. where I might be able to do something like that's this. Really so cool. that's why I'm living my best life. And I've been surfing all week since I got back. So that's just been great. Do too. me a favor. If you go and do the Saipan thing, just don't let them talk you into getting into a submarine. No, I'm not. No. Is that too soon? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yeah. come on, man. I don't think these dives are that deep. I really don't. Yeah. Um, but you never know. Can I we mean, talk about that? Yeah, of course. This has been very polarizing. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, any loss of life is is pretty. You know, is is tragic. Um, but I feel like people uh, feel almost a little emboldened. So you know, we're you know, veterans. You're you're law enforcement. Uh, we all have. You know, and you got people that are in medical. We all mm-hmm. have very dark senses of humor. Yes, absolutely. And I make fun of everything. Yes, all the time. Yes, <laughs> but even people who who don't have that that kind of like I, coldness, maybe I feel like they felt emboldened to be able to like make fun of these people because they were super rich and they all paid like a quarter million dollars to right. go. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what what are your guys' thoughts on you know? Because uh, this is getting normalized, right? Um, extreme tourism. Yeah. They're starting to do Virgin Virgin Galactic's about to start right. doing space flights. So, like, what what do you guys think? Like, is this something that's going to be a problem of the rich and just like people are always going to make fun of it, or is it going to be more commercialized and more available? So, I, I think I think everyone, I think all three of us here at some point we have curiosity about us. Like, mm-hmm. so I wanted to know more about this company. 
So I yeah. started researching this company. This Titan Global is yeah. the name of the company, yeah. right? So, it sounds very like but this, something that you would they, that would be the bad guy in like be, a yeah, really yeah, crappy war already, spy thriller. But yeah. they had already done they had already done exploratory um, tours down. Yeah, so multiple they, ones, right? right. Yeah. So this wasn't like this wasn't like this. You know, this first the first maiden voyage. The, the maiden voyage yeah. to go down there. All right. I mean, but at the same time, I mean, you're at two hundred and fifty pounds per square inch. Yeah. Of weight on that on that that sub, mm-hmm. so I mean, but yeah, it's I mean, people got deep pockets and they want to see something really cool. I mean, you know, ex- extreme touring, extreme yeah. tourism. I mean, that stuff's out there. I mean, if rem- money was remember, an issue, would you do it? Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I would have to think like, though. See, it would so, be cool. I mean, uh, so all right. In complete transparency, I'm scared of heights. I hate being on a ladder. I don't mm-hmm. want to be on top of a roof looking down, any of that shit. Yeah. I don't want to be underwater four miles. I don't want to have to look all the way up to see the top of the surface. Sure, sure. You see what I'm saying? I mean, That's like being I, afraid of heights, but so upside that, down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I got to get back up so there. Be like, I'm so, afraid of lows. So, like, so is that kind of like... <laughs> Is that kind of like Australia, like down under? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Come on, man. I'll, here's here's what I'll contribute to it. I uh, I love a good adventure, mm-hmm. and I think most human beings love a good adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can I can kind of empathize with like, okay, I have the means and I have the time, and if this is something that I feel particularly connected to, um, and I have the means and I have the time, go do it. Right. More power sure. to you. Like me, it's always been a lifelong aspiration for me to be in the Himalayas and to climb Mount Everest. I had an uncle who did it. No shot. Don't know that I'll ever do it. Probably I've... won't ever do it. I don't. I don't train for it. Right. It's just like it's like one of those things in my head where it's like it would be cool. It would be cool. Yeah. But it's like thirty five thousand dollars to do it. With and then they have to leave your gear. body there if you. They die. have to leave your body if you die. Um. But, you know, there are things like that where I'm like, man, that would be really, really gnarly to be able to go do something like that if mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to. But also look at the other side of it. And I don't I uh, I'm at a point in my life where I don't know what to believe uh, when I read things online because there's just Same. so much bullshit out right. there. Right. And it's like if you're politically left, then the politically left media is doing things to piss you off. And if you're politically right, then the politically right media is doing things to piss you off and to just inflame everybody to the point where we're all just so freaking agitated that we're just like, whatever, we give up, do what you want to do, right? Globalists who are in charge or whatever that might be. So, you know, the stuff that I see where it's like, you know, this company was woke and this is why this happened. It's like, that has nothing to do with it. That has nothing to do with it. Like, did they, was the guy who took the sub down there had like 1500 hours or something of do of doing yeah, that. Yeah, I mean I it wasn't it wasn't like a it wasn't that maiden voyage. I mean, yeah. he's yeah. done this before. It just seemed like bad like like PME or like well, not PME, yeah. but um, Yeah, did like you do your PPE, safety checks? Yeah. yeah, did you did you know like how was it that they just disappeared well, like so, that after an hour of setting sail? Like there are some legitimate questions about it absolutely. that have yet gone unanswered. So, yeah. And that's the part to me that I'm like, okay, I'm I'm not going to stop paying attention to this until some of this starts to make sense. Right. Sure. So yeah. they said that there was the, I guess the, maybe the CEO of the company or somebody else went, because they were publicizing this particular uh, adventure mm-hmm. because the billionaire on the boat, right? On yeah, the sub, yeah, you know, yeah. so on and so forth. Well, the, the whoever the spokesperson was was he was do not do this. We don't need to do this one. We need to set. You know, he was like 
Was he like conditions was not ideal? I don't know. I don't know the reasoning behind it, but they fired him. He Mm. lost his job. Mm. They got rid of him. See, that's bad leadership. Right. That is right. So they get rid of the guy that's like, hey, don't do this. And and so were they seeing dollar signs? I mean, you know, you got a quarter million dollar, you know, seat and the seats are full, ready to go. You know, so um, I do I think know. I read something that it was like maybe the the billionaire who passed away, and I'm sorry we, we haven't used his name because none of us remember it. But he said something like one of his last text messages was like, you know, weather has delayed us considerably. You know, conditions haven't been good, but we see that there's a window of opportunity. Um, you know, tomorrow or the next day right. that we're going to try to take advantage of. They did take advantage of it, and yeah. you know, we saw what happened. So I mean. The I, the lesson to be learned in all of that is like go do what what uh, fills your cup, mm-hmm. you know, but make damn sure you're like accounting for all the risks. Um, yeah, yeah, because they're significant with something like that. Right, and that's the thing, you know, it, you're taking a calculated risk, and so you like that was kind of my whole thing on it. Like I know that like I would know that if I'm doing that, that it's an inherently dangerous, and it wouldn't be a huge. It, it obviously be unfortunate if mm-hmm. i died but you know it's like it's a risk that was calculated and yeah so like i would never do the sub thing because someone pointed out to me that like you literally see the titanic through a screen just send a drone down yeah and watch the same thing yeah on my couch but i might take a space flight yeah just i might like, take it yeah just to like get out of the atmosphere see if the earth is flat or not and then come back yeah the Earth is definitely flat. It's definitely flat. It's definitely flat for those flat Earthers. <laughs> no, but I think there. that would be cool. Like, would that know, be your one if you had if some if you had a half a million dollars of totally discretionary income that you were like this is going to be that I have the, to spend on something. that you have to spend yeah. on something? Are you gonna are you gonna do like the Red Bull guy and and skydive in from the atmosphere? Oh, what get, are you gonna that makes do? Me so nervous, every dude. Time. That that yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. As someone that hates. <laughs> yeah. nope. Bradley's freaking yeah. out right nope. now. He's I'm like, good. Yeah. I'm good. I know what I would do. What there. would yours? What would yours be? I would do the, and I don't know what they call it. They don't. I'm going to say a name, and I'm going to get ready to date myself. You guys are a little bit younger than I am. There, they do a cannonball run race across the U.S. Yeah, and yeah. I would buy me from New York to mm. California, yes, right? Yeah, I would buy. So can- you know what? If I had a half million dollars of money just to blow, yeah. You know what? I'd go buy me and go pick me up a. $300,000 sports car, and we're racing that bitch across the I country. I read, yeah. uh, I think it was on Deadspin back when they still did good journalism before they went to shit. Um, <laughs> they did, They one of their writers did a great expose on the group of guys that did the cannonball run the fastest yeah. in like mm-hmm. a Mercedes E-Class or something. Yeah. It wasn't, like they put a lot of money into the car, but they were so dialed in with their procedures too, as well, that that's how they were able to beat the record. This had to be ten or twelve years ago, so yeah, somebody might have beat it. They, since I mean, then, they you know. were. It's I mean, illegal. Like, I yeah. think I think like yeah, it's, it is. You a, risk. It is a unsanctioned race, right? Because they're going like, like 120 get, miles an hour. It is like, don't get caught. Yeah, yeah. It reminds oh, yeah. me of Rat Race. Remember there's, that movie? Yeah, there's a guy. There's a guy that's um from Jacksonville that's done it. Really? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Can you can you say his name publicly? Is there? Uh, do they we're have to be anonymous? It's illegal. Yeah. yeah. No, we're, we're illegal. Illegal. Oh, the lawyer's gonna say stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're not. Don't we're not people we, out. We, thou, thou shalt not mention this. Yeah. <laughs> so is it? Is there like a prize at the end? Is there money on the line? Um, it's bragging rights. Yeah. Just bragging. That's stupid. It's like a Reddit sub <laughs> chan I mean, that's like I did but, a cannonball run. Yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> they all I meet mean, once a year. I mean, or something. I've driven. So my son and I. Um, we drove from Wilmington to San Francisco, mm-hmm. and that was fun in yeah. three and a half days. Yeah, 
I mean, that's, that's a lot flying, of. That's still dude. getting it. Yeah. I mean, we did two long days, two fourteen and a half, yeah. and then the last two yeah. were eights. But he drove some, or did you drive the whole way? Um, I would not let him drive all the way, dude. <laughs> in no under no circumstance will I drive fourteen hours in one day. That oh, is yeah, epic. That's tough. We did. Yeah. So I mean, we broke it down. I mean, but there were some things we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. We left Wilmington. We drove from Wilmington to um, Little Rock. Little Rock to Albuquerque. One shot. Yeah. Damn. Little Rock to Albuquerque. Dude, I die. Yeah, and this was no crazy way. is yeah, no so way. from Wilmington to Little Rock and Little Rock to Albuquerque is mm-hmm. literally the same amount of time. Is it really? really? Yeah. 14 and a half hours. Did you go to Walt, Walter White's house in ABQ? No. Let's no. cook. <laughs> and then from there, we went to Vegas. So it's eight mm-hmm. hours from Albuquerque to Vegas and then eight hours from Vegas to San Fran. Hmm. Nice. And he dropped me off at the airport and I flew out to the red eye back to Wilmington. Was this to take that you were taking him to San Francisco? No, he was going. Yeah. I was taking him to San Francisco. You're going to leave him. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, He was going to uh, a, uh, his CS school. um, Okay. In uh, Petaluma. Okay. So he didn't want to get out there in Petaluma for four months and not have a vehicle. So he's like, dad, let's drive across country. And I was like, okay, let's do that. That sounds fun. I've never done anything like that before. But then you got to drive it back. No, I didn't. I flew back. No, say he had to drive it back to Florida. um, His cousin flew out. And oh, rode cool. back with him. That's cool. So he, he's done it twice. Yeah. That's cool. So half a million dollars to do in Cannonball Run. Yep. Brandon, are you going to outer space or do you have something different? I mean, like on the spot right now, I'm going to say space, but I know when I leave here, like something more like yeah. that You're gonna more go meaningful home and research is going to happen. It. Yeah. Or I'm just like forgetting about something, but I think it would be cool to go to space. I, yeah. I wouldn't say that that would be my thing, but I would definitely on my top five. If I just had discretionary funds to do something stupid, yeah, I think going to space would be kind of cool. Yeah. There's only a handful of people who have done it so yeah. far, and it's, so we're sailing around know. the world on a sailboat. That would be cool that too. Be that's that's what, what I was gonna say. Would say be yeah, mine. Mine, mine would be sailboat. to sail around the world. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. a big like a not, not big a, boat. Yeah, yeah big where it's boat. comfortable, right. but mm-hmm. you can still like work every day if you want to be a part of the crew. But then you get off in all these amazing yeah, places. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like we're going from from Wilmington to Bermuda, and then Bermuda across right. the rest of the Atlantic, yeah. and we'll figure it out when right. we get over there. Don't you know what? I don't. We're gonna stay for a couple of days in Santorini. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna stop here. We're gonna we're really gonna localize ourselves. Yeah. We're gonna throw ourselves into the mix and see what sure. happens. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Well, speaking of doing dangerous things, would you ever bring uh, cocaine to the White House, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> It's a, uh, out of left field. I like the question, <laughs> Mister uh, Mister Attorney. Yeah, some, some nose beers in the Oval Office would be we, a good time I, if it was legal. But they, I'm going to go on record and say it's illegal, so I would never do that. Did did they did they come out and say if they found it in the mansion or if it was in the uh, executive building, like where the staffers are? I think I missed a chapter. Did this happen? This happened. They found you. Oh, you okay? So you're not caught yet? up on this. So what? Yesterday, so, like we were talking about, was, I don't. Sunday, I don't like Sunday, Sunday or Monday. Yeah, I don't watch the news. Right. It's it's stupid. The news. <laughs> so please and, okay. enlighten me. Okay. So the White House was cleared for evacuation um, over on, cocaine on Sunday. A, a unknown white powder. Jesus. So they cleared it out, and then they came back out later and said this tested positive for as cocaine. And wasn't, wasn't, this is a serious question. Wasn't Hunter Biden just at the White House? Yeah, he was just at the <laughs> White was. House. But there was also there was there was also there, they've had all sorts of ridiculous things. Like they had, and I'm not getting political here, but they had the day where the trans influencer like went topless on an official event. So there's been like a lot of people in and out I've of the White House. All of this. Yeah, it's yeah, it's been a busy summer. There's been a lot of people in the White House. Yeah, I mean, with the opportunity they, they a, to leave a little cocaine. Yeah, they had they behind. had they had the trans lawn party. On the on the White House ground. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. 
So maybe the cocaine was identifying as flower. I wonder if that was bigger than the Azalea Festival garden party. Probably. Okay. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. So they found cocaine. It, where was it? Was yeah, it that's what they haven't. That's what they haven't said. Go ahead, yeah. Chris. I'm so gonna I'm gonna research it, it while mine? you fill in yeah, some so, of the gaps. So so basically, what I've read so far is they found cocaine in the White House, mm. and it was in an, it wasn't in a a public area. Mm. So it was in an area that you know staff or, mm. or Hunter Biden was at. Um, <laughs> so right. So um, Hunter Biden with the staff. Hey, you never know. You but, never know. So, More power but to what you. I, but the, Again, it's it's the the media's play on stuff, and I love how they first worded it. They said that the Secret Service was on routine patrol in the White House, kind of like how they found classified documents. Yeah. We're just yeah. we're just doing our routine. Yeah, we're just thing. out walking around. And yep. all that. Hey, look, what is that? Is that is that? You know the is guy that, that oh, we have an update. We have an is update. Is that pre workout? We have like. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just. Is it some holy dust? <laughs> I don't know, man. That doesn't feel like pre workout. Okay, so ABC News just posted an update that it was found in the West Wing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So it said the discovery prompted widespread speculation that the cocaine could have belonged to Hunter Biden, President Joe Biden's troubled son, who has battled cocaine and crack addiction in the past and has recently been seen at the White House. However, officials did not say if the younger Biden is under suspicion. All right, two things real if quick. If there's smoke, <laughs> there's probably fire. Two things right now. Two things popped in my head. First off, it's the skit from the Chappelle show. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah Rick next, James, yep. next is the Dana White when he's talking about Floyd Mayweather. Oh, yeah. Cocaine ain't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yep, so it says oh, the cocaine was in a small plastic baggie inside a cubby used by staff and guests. A source familiar with the investigation told the New York Post. The White House was briefly evacuated after the discovery. Again, I'm not going to get political because I just don't care. Can you imagine? Like, I, I haven't heard of this. If it was two years ago that this happened, yeah, definitely would have heard about it. Yeah, right? With yeah, a different oh yeah, administration. Yeah, kind of got buried, swept under the rug a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Wow. Um, this is kind of this. This is kind of funny. Officials initially said the cocaine was found in the library on the ground floor. But officials familiar with the incident later told the Post it was located in the West Wing holding area. The cubby is used by employees and visitors to store phones and personal items, an official told the Post. Can you imagine when we find out whose substance, uh, whose cocaine this is? Could you imagine, though, being the guy who's going back home and he's like looking through his pockets and right. stuff? He's like, oh, my gosh, I left my. I love my little bag of coke yeah. in the White House. Well, Talk about shitting a brick. Hey, Dad, could you make that? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're right. It just takes a phone call. Yeah. yeah. We already know. But, but here's the, here's my initial thought. When you say cubbies that they use, I go straight to like you know like the sipper nipper. Yeah. Like you know you're you have to put stuff in here because you're going to a classified area. Right. Which one of these? Freaking advisors is banging nose beers in the bathroom yes. <laughs> before he goes in to give national right. security. Well, you see, briefs. here we go. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna bomb Iran today. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh okay. my god! All right, so now, so now the cop and me really like, like, just this is where I have a hard time with this. Okay, so it is a, it's still considered. It's the White House. Mm -hmm. It's federal property. Mm -hmm. All right, so the rules apply as if it is a federal installation. Mm -hmm. All right, it's. A federal charge, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter how much it is. Yeah, right. it yeah. doesn't matter. Oh, it's just a little, it's a little baggy, you know, yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. grams, you know, whatever. It's a federal offense. Yeah, we've got to hit that charge yeah. there. I mean, let's let's you know, it doesn't matter whose it is. Right. I mean, you know what? 
well, you know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna reduce it to improper equipment, whatever we need to do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. still, somebody's gotta be charged, right? But they never will be. Since we're dancing on very fine political lines I love of controversial nice. stuff I love right now, nice. and we're talking about and we're talking about Hunter Biden from a legal perspective, what uh, what he got two years of, of probation for tax evasion mm-hmm. and illegal gun ownership, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Kodak Black, the rapper, did was arrested for the exact same he thing. Six, five or six years. I think he's doing three. I thought he was doing three, but it could be more. It could be more. I think he violated his conditions of parole. Though. Did he? Okay, so he might. I think isn't he the one that Trump let out? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think, so. I think Trump Trump let out a couple. Uh, Travis Scott too. I thought was who Trump helped get out of a jail in like Switzerland or somewhere yeah, overseas. I think you're right. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not sure about Kodak Black, but I mean, just from the. From the pure optics standpoint of it, like you, uh, you had hundreds of thousands in unpaid taxes and a felony gun charge, and you're only getting and a couple years of probation. Right. Where, well, right. other, but what? And I guess my my issue with with that. All right, so that yes, he got probation for this stuff, right? But there's other pending stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Like he's under investigation for other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so Kodak Black in 2019 was arrested for making false statements to possess weapons and was sentenced to nearly four years in federal prison, and it was commuted by Trump in 2021. So, yeah, 100%. So, same crime. First off, you got a black guy. Yeah. And you got a white guy who's the president's son. The president's son, right. It should be applied the same throughout the board. And actually, it probably should have been applied worse, too. I don't know Kodak Black's history, but— Hunter Biden is not squeaky clean. Yeah. He's got issues. A little bit of, it's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so just the fact that they that they even charged him was surprising to a lot of people because, you know, uh that look of impropriety is glaring. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the fact that he got probation and um if his probation officer doesn't call him in for a drug test at this point, then there's huge issues with the So what the happens if he does test positive like on that probation act of sentence like, could be so it, going. <laughs> So he falls, he falls under federal probation, um, mm-hmm. and the, obviously, if he violates probation, I want to say the federal probation is the same thing as the state. And here in North Carolina, if you violate your probation, they have to request a hearing. They, they can't immediately violate it. They have to request a hearing, and it goes before a judge, and the judge makes a, a decision on whether or not a warrant's taken out for mm-hmm. probation violation. And then there's a whole another there's the whole judicial process that happens. I'm assuming the Fed system is the same way when it comes to probation. I really didn't deal with any Fed probation officers. Yeah, and they, yeah. I know they have an office, but it's I never still, saw them. Yeah, I think it's probably this, about the same. But yeah, that won't happen though. We all know that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting, and, and that goes. It'll to be one of those things that every, they just hope everybody sort of forgets. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just I a, brought cocaine to the White House, but uh, we're going to reduce it to <laughs> out there to turn. Right. Out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy in our society today. They're going to turn this into an us versus them type of thing. Yeah. You know, like left versus right, instead of hey, uh, all of us people that aren't in that like point zero one percent that yeah. run everything. Why aren't we standing up saying, dude? Freaking do something about right. this. Make this equal. Right. But what do you think is the, what do you think is the way to do that? I mean, you know, we've got we've got constitutionally protected right to assemble and to protest. Mm-hmm. Um, that only seems to go so far. And mm-hmm. we saw what it looks like when somebody or a group of people doesn't feel like they're getting heard, and so protests start to turn very very violent and turn into riots. We've seen that in recent history. Um, and when that happened, a lot of a lot of institutions and corporations bent over backwards to meet some of those demands, which is not the way it should be done on right. either side. Like, 
ever, right? Um, if if somebody's petulant and angry and violent, um, you shouldn't give something somebody like that something that they want. So yeah. I, I mean, I think that's a great thought exercise. Like, how in the hell, outside of our votes, which don't, mm, I'm getting very cynical yeah. on voting too as well. I feel like there's one, there's not a, a party, you know, that we're aligning principles and values with, right. or, or they say that we are. And then they get to where they're going in Washington, D.C., and it's just like, because you, you guys kind of all just do what's in your best interests, not really in what's the best interests of the citizens. Right. right. So I don't know. How do we get around that? I mean, I think the I think the root of all of it is to take money out of politics. Yeah. I think that's the biggest one. Um, you know, there's that Supreme Court case a couple of years ago that basically said that, yeah, I mean— um, it's part of free speech. And so corporations can donate. And so once you have corporations that are funding, you got money that's in politics and then they're basically controlling these politicians and these politicians are leveraging their influence, their money, all this to get people like the justice system to do what they want. Because although judges are impartial and they're appointed and they have lifelong terms, that's fine, but they're not making the charging decisions. Yeah. You know, the, the attorney general, the DOJ is, and that is 100% all political. Dude. And so there's money being funded. And so there could be, um, you know, some sort of, if somebody's making you millions and millions and millions of dollars a year, um, and you have an opportunity to potentially get them from going to jail and just getting probation, yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> Money runs everything. I've started to notice in uh, news articles that I read that they are um, intentionally putting the president who appointed a judge that's sitting, uh, presiding over like a controversial injury, uh, uh, yes. proceeding. They'll mm-hmm. be like, yeah. Bush appointed or yep. Obama right. appointed or Trump yep. appointed. Right. And I it's like, it. I hate wh- it. why what? can't they just be the judge? So, who's- mm-hmm. I understand the appointments for life. Why? Why are we appointing somebody to a position that as they age Mm -hmm. and they deteriorate and they lose, they start to lose their sharp thinking ability? Sure. Why are we appointing them to a life? Why? Because circuit circuit court, they're lifetime appointments too, right? All federal judges. Why not not put a shelf life on it? All right. Why not put a damn shelf life on freaking Congress people? I agree. Like, yeah. Well, so the judge thing uh, is so that there's no fear of reprisal. Right. right. They 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 can make decisions. The idea is, and it's not applied that way, that they don't say Bush appointee because the Bush appointee could very well have ruled against Bush. Right. right? You know, that was the idea. It's like, hey, but not anymore, though. Right. You put me in here. I'm not going to be afraid to say, like, hey, I'm going to uphold the law, not what you want me to do. And that was the idea. But, yeah, you're right. There's, I, I don't know if there's a mandatory federal retirement for certain. Like, I know Supreme Court justices. I don't think they have one. And you're right. They should. Like, the state of North Carolina, I believe, 75. So we have, uh, you know, judges have to retire at 75. Right. And it should be like that with federally. Yeah. But, like you said, we should 100% be capping our members of Congress. Yeah. But the problem is they make the rules, and they're yeah. not going to make a rule that's going to put them out of a job. No, 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 no. No, they'll approve. They'll approve like a 15% pay increase. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, Give yeah. 2 or 3% yeah. cost of living mm-hmm. increase to the troops. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they would never, ever do anything that would limit their ability to live their lifestyle the way that they want to. And the thing they're that living pisses, their truth, okay? Yeah they're, yeah, they're living their truth. And then the other thing, and then I'll get off the soapbox, and we can talk about something that I think would be universally agreed upon in this country. The other thing is— is like uh, moving from 
uh, the House of Representatives over to the Senate and then on to be a governor and then a governor back over to some cabinet position. That doesn't do anything either. You should have one shot to be in government. Once you're an elected official, I think that's your thing. You've got, you know, like 12 years of total government well, public yeah. service life, and understand. then you got to move the F I on. understand stair-stepping in, into politics. I understand mm-hmm. that. Like, I mean, you know what? One day if if Brandon decides he wants to be a, to run for U.S. Congress. No shot. All right? None. But what I'm saying is you're not just going to one day wake up and say, oh, you know what? I feel like today's the day I'm going to run for sure. Congress. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're yeah. going to start out. You know what? You're going to do city council. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you know, maybe even. State rep. Yeah, something, something of that <laughs> name. And stair-stepping your way up. But I mean, we do have people that have been sitting seats in the house. Yeah, See, we have a hey. president who never had a real job. He was a senator for like forty some odd years yes. yeah. before becoming a VP and then a president. So I agree. Yeah, I think I think there is a, a fine line. I I do think that there is value in somebody being a congressman and then going to the Senate because they have different like roles, and then maybe going to be in a governor because you want somebody that has experience. I'm not going to hire a CFO that just got out of accounting school, right? You know. Yeah. Well, somebody has experience. And so there is a place for that. But you're right, though. Like, you know, when you have people who have literally made their entire career. We, in we, politics, we, we elected a businessman for a president. Last. I just said, yeah, I, just, yeah. I would wish that he just was a businessman that knew how to shut. The- well, I think we, right. we elected yeah. we elected <laughs> yeah. a cult of personality. We did. We did. We yeah. did. It's a personality. Yeah, they, yeah. That's what it was. I mean, it was a personality decision. And and. And, um, you know, everyone was tired of the status quo, so we did something different, and then they didn't like it. Yeah, so, they definitely know, didn't. I don't like any of you. <laughs> I don't, yeah, right. yeah. Right. At this point in uh, J- July 5th, 2023, I'm like, I want, I'm just so fed up with yeah. all of it. I am all for Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. You like, I love me some Tulsi. I've been on Tulsi, Tulsi for yeah. a minute. She People is... are getting excited about Robert yeah. F. Kennedy, too, as well. Yeah, man. That's I see true. Rogan Robert, had him you on. Him? Li- you see him lifting? You see his. Uh... Yeah. Dude, he's jacked, yeah. man. Yeah. Jack, man. Jack yeah. Dantan. I just, I want to, and we can get off of this now, like after this, you know, whatever you guys input have after this, but I want to live in a world where it doesn't really necessarily matter what your political affiliation is, that you're confident, you make decent decisions, and you think about the nation as a whole, not just your political constituency. Yeah, I agree I, with you. Yep, I'm some, with you on that. Some people would tell you though that that's like colonialism thinking or something ridiculous. So yeah, no, no, I'm or, a, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm losing regardless. Yeah, yeah, but ab, yeah. I've got friends like you, so I'm winning. Yeah, you do. That's right. All right, I have something that will be. <laughs> Hang univer- on. Wait, wait, okay. One, oh, sorry. One, sorry, one, sorry, one sorry. thing, one thing, okay, real okay. quick. I'm gonna say this, and then and we'll talk about this at the end. <laughs> but so Subway got backlash because they made a they made a little marketing thing that says. Our our subs don't implode. Um, no, they didn't. Yes, they one did. of their stores did. did. Really? Yeah, one oh. of their stores did on their marquee. Yeah. <laughs> Subway couldn't have just kept quiet. Yeah. They moved on from the Jared yeah, thing. Yeah, they got yeah, away. Like yeah, they yeah. got Jared, away yeah. from the Jared yeah. thing, and then they had to go. They were through. like, "Well, Bud Light's been fucking up. How can I get in on this?" <laughs> oh my! Did you see Bud Light hired Travis Kelsey as their new spokesperson, and people are like? losing their yeah, minds yeah it's, like they had to move on yeah somehow. well yeah they do have to move on somehow but it's so abundantly obvious that they're trying to backtrack like oh, yeah. immediately after the dylan mulvaney controversy they put out some kind of ad about how you know the clydesdales and yeah and yeah. all these things that they right. had done that had legitimately built yes. a brand of goodwill with people who drank piss water. Right. And yep. then they tried to like leverage that to be like, oh, don't forget, we're still this over here. And it was just like the most tone deaf, like, 
I think that people please, now please still like us right, type of right. thing that I've ever seen well, in my I mean, life. They're throwing they're throwing big money at people that try to grab the, that can grab attention to the mm-hmm. masses. So yep. Travis Kelsey, another one just recently. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Garth Brooks is getting ready to open up a restaurant in yeah. Nashville, yeah. and he he mentioned he, he yeah. mentioned Bud Light specifically. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to carry all kinds of beers. Which, uh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not from Tennessee. I'm. Ne- I'm you know what? If I go to Nashville, I'm going to go to Kid Rock's place versus Garth Brooks. That's just me, mm. because Kid Rock shoots ball with the he, ball. Yeah, he shoots cases of Bud Light because with, his, with so his AK, stupid. it's That's great. So stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it does nothing. Kid Rock. Kid Rock is a character to me that is just. No, I don't know. I, if we're, I don't know. If we're, I don't know what if I we're going to mention Tim McGraw. We got to. We got to. No, 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 Garth, no, Garth, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks sorry. Sorry, Tim, McGraw, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw is without flaw or blame he went and married faith hill in 1883 yeah, yeah. sorry not Tim garth brooks we gotta we gotta follow the body where the green grass grows man have you heard about that I'm go- no what that tom segura as like he publicly talks about garth brooks has like it, there's there's a correlation of missing persons in in all of his tours no and so there's like a conspiracy out there he's a serial killer <laughs> so like on all of his stuff people are like where are the bodies Garth where yeah. are the bodies oh dude that's wild I'm gonna go deep in the rabbit it's hole so on that awesome. Garth did take on that alter ego for that one album that he did I can't remember what the alter ego was but it was like he wore like an emo wig or something yes. you remember that yes. yes it was like what Garth Brooks is now it was like the prince his prince moment yeah, where he yeah. wanted to turn himself into a sim- symbol it was so strange and it was a genre change I think it was more like alternative Type of music, yeah. yeah Tim made some weird choices. You're yeah, right. yeah, dude. Yeah, Tim McGraw's album still slap, man. Okay, here's I have a proposition. We got the we, I, Brandon. I think you and I mm-hmm. were uh, a a portion of how the Pact Act got passed. I think we played a a very important role in that. I personally think so. I think we could have been invited to the White House for the signing ceremony. There was a small chance. There's yeah. a small chance that the Grunt Style people were going to invite us for our involvement, and it didn't happen. It's okay. It's fine. I would have brought Coke, but it's uh, yeah. Fine. <laughs> so that's how the cocaine got there. Um, so I feel somewhat responsible for that. So when I'm when I say what I'm about to say, mm-hmm. I'm only saying it because I think we have the social credit, the chutzpah. If you will, as my as my Yiddish friends would say, mm-hmm. um, to get something like this done. Mm-hmm. Today is July fifth. We are working today. The whole country is working today. July third, yep. a Monday, whole country was working. Yep. Shut down on July fourth. Mm-hmm. I believe that we need a mandatory week off for the fourth of July. 100%. That the whole country shuts down for an entire week. Essential services, whatever. We can keep society moving forward, but we go with ghost crews, you know, skeleton crews, AB crew to get stuff like that done. What do you think of this proposition? Because one day for the 4th of July is not enough. No, I agree. This morning I woke up um, with a slight, you know, tinge of a, you know, just tiredness. Yeah. I won't say, you know, yeah, yeah, anything the yeah. H word. <laughs> but what I was thinking, I was like, man. Why didn't I cancel all my appointments today? Yep. And why do I have my staff working? Yep. And I'm part of the problem. I, I, I And I agree with you. I think that you get so caught up in that everyone else is doing one thing. And so, like, my thoughts are always, like, if the courts are open, I got to be open. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. Um, but I, I totally agree. You know, I had a hearing. I had a trial on Monday. And we were off Tuesday. And I was, you know, in client meetings this morning. And I totally agree. Um, I sh- next, next year, I'm going to block off the whole calendar. I'm going to pay my staff. And we're going to be off, and we're going to just do American shit all week. Yes. Because that's where, you know, before we go passing laws and changing it, you know, at the legal level, we need to change it at our level. Yeah. You know, I have 
And, and I'm part of the problem. I, I have staff. I could have given them the week off, but I'm a piece of garbage, yep. and I didn't. And I'm going to next year, so thank you so much okay. for bringing so, that so up. So we're not going to talk about it. We're going to be about it. We're so be about this it. time yes, next year, absolutely. you've got a commitment from three people. Yep. That we're gonna pay our staff. We're gonna close down. Does that uh, mean we're taking the yacht out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the, yacht, the last baby. little. That was the last <laughs> little bit with with 15 minutes or so left. Brandon's got a Brandon's got a yacht. But before okay. before we get to it, yes, mm-hmm. yes, Bradley, what do you think about this? Are we are you on board with that? The Fourth of July is just way too freaking short. It is. Even Absolutely. if it's on a Saturday or a Sunday, we well, need to be closed for the so, entire yeah. first week of July. So, you know, being a being a business owner, um, I went out and worked last night. Mm-hmm. I had some work I had to do. Yeah. I mean, but you know what? I think for me, my my take on that was I wasn't going to my guys, all of my guys were hanging out doing, you know, doing patriotic shit. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. I'll, I'll handle it myself. And that's how it should be. And Absolutely. You know what? I mean, if somebody's got to work on a holiday, I'll do it. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I did. I yeah. went out and took care of what I needed to take care of. And yeah. I was told I was a night ninja because I wasn't seen moving around. So. <laughs> You're sh- it, during the 4th of July next year, our motto is going to be the break is long and your shorts are short. Yeah, the like, break like, is long and the shorts like are some, short. We all wear silkies. Yes. Yeah. Some, like Kenny Powers. Can we just like, yes. yeah. We'll just do like a week of yeah. like little like mini podcasts. Yes. All yes. every day. Yes. Something American every time. Yes. Not on set. We're out doing something. Yeah. Real American stories. Yeah, exactly. Chopping like, freaking wood. Yes. You know, just chopping trees like I you. Le- we'll do it like. Bro, well, I'm a tree we, hey, look, we freaking can, we chopper can get, like, now. Some, some, like some yearlings or maybe some saplings and just like mow them down with an AK. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can go full Kid Rock and shoot yeah, some yeah, Bud Light with, with an yeah, AR-15 yeah, yeah. if we yeah, want yeah. to. What, is, what does he call himself? Grandpa what? In that in that little skit, he refers to himself as Grandpa oh, something. Remember. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Grandpa Grandpa Tasty is unhappy. Or something like that. <laughs> Grandpa Tasty is, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It could go a lot feel, of different ways. Makes me makes feel like me feel Very, very strange. Very, very strange. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, okay, 4th of July, we're taking the week off. There are other countries in the world that celebrate their independence. Right. Like, for a full, long week. And we should. I think if we bring a little bit of that Americana back in too, like maybe we start to heal some some I agree. I mean I agree. it would take me a week to eat, a week, a whole week to eat sixty two hot dogs. Yeah, what do you think about the he's Nathan's the hot dog eating contest? Joey Chestnut won again. Legit, man. He was I think, six, hey, he's hey, look, man, he's Ric Flair's status, sixteen time champion. Woo he's the GOAT, baby. Do you Dude, think is Joey Chestnut the, married? I don't think I don't he is. Know, but he's the glue. Do you think goblin, he, do you think you know? he pulls it, do you think he, he has to? Yeah, yeah, he got to. <laughs> I mean, they, even for something that there's no discernible talent so, for. Yeah. So, hey, so, you freaking hey, bite your tongue. <laughs> hey, listen, right. hey, look, man, let's let's. Uh, got some Joey you don't wake up and just become the Glizzy Goblin, I know. right? It takes hard work. Does it he have dedication. like ice on his chains with hot dogs? Oh like, my dude, god, like, I you know, so. yeah, sixteen, yeah, sixteen hot, hot dogs. Dude, he should be Conor McGregor. Like, he should really like like start to adopt a heel persona, you know, and just like be wild about it. Yeah. Totally wild about it. I've never seen anything of him media wise other than him just sucking down hot dogs, which when they dip it in water, that disgusts me. Like the it's so gross. Do they drink the water? I don't think they drink the hot dog flavored water afterwards, <laughs> which Mike actually just came to me. You've got a little Fred Durst thing going on there a little bit. Have you ever heard like that? Has anybody ever told yeah, you that? I've heard that once it's or the beard. I once, think it's I've the heard stubble. That once or ten times. You're yeah. handsomer Thanks. than him. Thanks. Much handsomer than Thanks. him. Um, such a sweet thing. More, more handsome. 
Um, but yeah, when they dip it in the water, that's where they lose me. I can't yeah. watch a guy dip sixty-two hot dogs in. <sighs> Did you see the uh, room temperature water chugging contest? It no. was like a whole big freaking like mason jar thing of lemonade, and this yeah. dude bodied it. Really? Just bodied it. And I was just thinking like how tart and yeah. like how that would just mess up my inside. There's probably you like 180 grams have you, have of you sugar. Had, have you actually had Nathan's, their lemonade? No. It's, it is tart and it's sweet. There's like really? probably a pound of sugar in that. Yeah. Is there like particles jugs. of hot dog like floating in it? I don't remember. Yeah, they got to reuse the hot dog yeah, water. Yeah. Oh, it's a hot dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's coming full circle. It's coming full circle. I love it. Lip biscuit, y'all. <laughs> Do you Can think we get Fred Durst? We, I, I think we probably could. Honestly. He's not hey, doing much. No, 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 actually, so he dropped a new album last year. Did really? he? Yes, and it's actually good. Stop. What <laughs> What genre is it? It's, yeah. it's old school Fred Durst. Is it really? Yes. Rap you know, rock? Old school, it's yeah. old school Limp Bizkit, I went like, back and watched some of the like, um, like what were some of the bigger like tours that they were doing? Oh, dude, then? they did like, Woodstock 99 Woodstock, yeah. was ridiculous. Um, they did. I went back and watched some We of waited that. out uh, when I was young. I think Significant Other had just come out. We waited out all night. Uh, I was like 13 or 14. Should not have done this. Downtown Atlanta, a place called the Tabernacle for them to come and play. And Method Man was in with them and they That's had this. Cool. They had this chain link fence going up over the over the stage. I mean, it was freaking cool. When they were hot, yeah. they were hot, man. They were hot. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. you they did you the Warp Tour. Yeah, Warp Tour. tour. Yeah, yeah, they did a lot of work. They did OzFest a couple yep. of years. Yep. I went back and watched some of that, and I was like, I was kind of young, like like you were saying, like like 13 when uh, they were big. And I was like, damn, that's where I got my Rebel stuff from. Yeah, I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm drawn to it. Like, yeah, yeah. He was just like, fuck between, establishment. Between, between them, yeah. Rage Against Machine. Rage, Eminem. Eminem. I mean, like, all of these, all of these, like, uh, you know repressed white boys were like, we're making music yeah, about right. sticking it to the man. You know what I love is, like, um, I saw some stuff recently, like, wow, Rage Against Machine got woke. And I was like, hey, man, listen. Yeah. <laughs> they've, it, always they, been, they've always, they've always been, been, yeah, like, yeah, topple, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. the police, yeah. you know, all that it stuff. It was very, it was very... You know, kind of funny that they required people, hypocritical maybe might be the word, I don't know, bad optics, that they required people to come to their shows with a COVID vaccine mm -hmm. and that everybody wore the mask mm -hmm. all while singing, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Exactly. You know, it's yep. kind of right. like that's where it was for yeah, me. Like, yeah, yeah. you sort of lost me there, bro, because they if you're about like live free. Mm -hmm. be about live right. free yeah. right you know and we can we can both agree that maybe we disagree on some of those things but mm -hmm. at the end of the day like if you're gonna if they your kind persona's of, like live free you yeah, can't. yeah 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 exactly like i'm me i'm gonna do what i want you know live free die hard shake your fist at the police or say i'm not given a covid19 right. vaccine like that's you well, we can I mean, live on both I mean, ends of those I mean, spectrums. I mean look you know i mean i i i i i tea saying fuck the police yeah and he plays the cop on Law and Order. Yeah, a that's, detective. That's true. How many? Just uh, wait. Is, wasn't in, that Ice Cube? No, it was no, it's Ice T. It was Ice T. But Ice Cube really? has played a lot of cops. Ice Cube. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ice Cube was just on Rogan, and he was talking. They were. He was saying that like when they yeah. when they um like they were like trying to arrest them like on stage oh, like NWA? after they got off stage. Yeah. yeah. NWA. They, yeah. Like it they was. Were, like, they were running from them. <laughs> yeah, like running from the cops. Then he said like the cops are like like you can't bring that into our town, but. Um, can you sign this for my daughter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How <laughs> yeah. many, how many, um, like anti-cop song would you say are on your playlist? And how many of them are like hardcore rap? A lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. think that most police officers Absolutely, like vibe yes. to it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't take any offense to it at all yep. whatsoever. You're like getting ready to go like hit a target. Like it was a SWAT <laughs> team. You're like, listen, <laughs> so, like, fuck the police. I remember, yeah. I remember, so, um, when I was working in narcotics and we were going to go do a hit on a house and we'd all pile in our little jump out van we had. And, uh, we would listen to, um, disturbed. We mm -hmm. would listen to just something just loud. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 
in the van. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We would jump out. Yeah. Loud noises. Loud yeah. noises. <laughs> yeah. Running yeah we, up, as you're running up to the door. Yeah. Yelling, please department search warrant. And then you splinter the door. You have, I think you have to. Yeah, like, yeah. you just have to. Like, if you're going to violate some rights, you know, yeah. you really got to pump yourself. Like, if I'm going to if I'm gonna helicopter in to yeah. Vietnam to take care of the v, the Viet Cong, I'm right. going to listen to some Creedence Clearwater right. Revival. I'm going to listen yeah. to some that first, first sun coming. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the trees were speaking <laughs> Vietnamese. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, okay, last topic of discussion in our last eight minutes here. You bought a yacht. I did. You uh, bought a yacht. This I I want to start by saying if you don't follow Brandon on social media, you have to. Appreciate it. Because you I don't know where you come up with the ideas. I'm jealous. You photoshopped yourself in with the US wrestling team the other day. From 1994 from with, 19, Garth with Garth Brooks. I'm like, <laughs> where the hell? Like where, uh, one that's probably a whole episode in and of itself. Where do you get these friggin' ideas? Because they they entertain me and they make me think. And I just love them. But your yacht post, I think, might have been your best one. I appreciate year you. to date, if not life to date. So t- talk it. us through this whole yacht situation. Yeah. So um, for those for those of you who know, you know, my my whole thing is I'm the Port City Attorney. I'm a lawyer. Um, I do have what the kids call that "fuck you" money. Okay. So I got the bag. It's secured. Um, I bought a yacht. All right. It is. Um, <laughs> A little how, bit smaller. How, how, um, how big is this yacht? Yeah, yeah. So from from like beam, like the beam size, I think it's like like five feet. Um, <laughs> it's a paddle boat that was converted. Um, so we took the paddles off. Okay. Um, there's some marine grade caulk. You know, filled it with caulk. Dude, I love that good um, marine grade. Yeah, yeah, caulk. You have to say it real slow. Real slow. Yeah. yeah. I put that caulk on it, and then. Um, yeah, then uh, uh, put a, a Minn Kota motor on the back, and I live in a neighborhood that is 80% retired folks. Um, so, naturally, they hate me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, me and the younger neighbors around uh, have decided that we, with my yacht, are starting a redneck yacht club. Because we have I live in a neighborhood where we have, like, a canal system, and it goes to a big lake, and there is actually a sandbar. I'm gonna get so many letters from yes. the HOA. I'm yes. so excited. I'm so I'm so with it. Are, you, are you gonna represent yourself? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and you feel, but you failed to mention its propulsion system. Are yeah, we sitting yeah. on an Evinrude, a so, Mercury? So I got the like Minn Kota trolling motor, and and it has a a lever that uh, the previous owner hooked up so that we can steer we can steer it like that. And so yeah, I'll tell you yeah. what, man. Um, I now understand what it means to be riding dirty. Yeah. So I'm riding dirty. Without, you know, a gentleman never asks and a lady never tells. But if you could divulge to our audience, what did you spend on such a seaworthy vessel? Yeah, you know, um, $300 doesn't go a long way anymore, but it'll get you on the on the water. You paid 300 bucks for that? Damn right. Oh, dude, you can't. Nothing is is $300 anymore. 300 bucks, baby. That, dude, the motor was 300 bucks. That's like, that was worth 300 bucks on its own. Yeah. Did you get it on Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace? No, this uh, actually funny story. A you, guy, did, you, you represented a guy, and he's like, man, I can't pay you, but I got this boat. No, there's a guy that he's a, a neighbor of mine that we should have on sometime. Okay. He's a retired Army colonel. He flew helicopter missions in vietnam he actually just went to the white house like six months ago um for one of his one of his like pilots that he flew with got his uh silver star upgraded to a medal of honor so he was there at the white house for that nice but anyway he was getting rid of it or he like asked his neighbor who's a buddy of mine 
randomly. He's like, hey, you know anybody that wants this? And he's like, Brandon will buy it. I don't, he doesn't care what it costs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, 300 bucks. Show up with sold. a blank check. Be like, here you go. Yeah. yeah just write go. whatever so you want. In I bought it from one of the neighbors. Um, yeah. So at least one of the neighbors is cool. But he knows that I'm a Marine and um, I see him up at the local bar. I love often. the idea of this sandbar party. Like, yeah. if you could oh, get, dude. if you could convince like 20 or 30 of your neighbors just to get little mm-hmm. John boats and you guys are just petering around in there. Like, but the one problem is that uh, we do have a copious amount of alligators. Mm, yeah. So you got to be on. There's right. got to be someone so, on fire. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. No, we're, we're not going to do that. We're yeah. not going to be, nobody's going to be on fire watch. We're going to okay. hire some Steve Irwin's. Yes. All right. Yes. And they're going to get on the bow. Oh, of, this they're going to get on the bow of the yacht. You have a 16 year old son. I do. I feel I, like we could hire him. Yes, we could. Yeah. <laughs> and, but he's got it. He's got it, you know, in his best Australian accent. He's yeah, got to yeah. look like, Crikey, that's a 16 foot crocodile. He's got to jump on it and rest. He's got to have a mullet, too. Yeah, yeah. He already does. Perfect. Perfect. We're good. Yeah. Dude, this danger, is all danger, working danger, itself danger, out. No. Exactly like I said earlier. When things just start to come full circle, you yeah, just got to yeah. lean into it. You just got to let the momentum push you forward. Yeah, so yeah. Fletch, they're pushing so, in, you so push Fletcher, back. Yep. you're getting a job offer yep. to wrestle of alligators. Yeah. Let's do this. This is uh, this is going to be a viral video, it if is. anything. Yeah, it's uh, been a good time say, for us. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah, it's a it's vibe. A, I hate that, I dude. I do, too. Oh, my gosh. The amount of, and we'll we'll end with this, but the amount of, like, dumb gen z things that i heard while in key west last week there's a lot of families mm. like it's a vibe on god like i'm did just you wear, did you wear a speedo no i didn't oh, okay mm. i should have though i didn't really get much time for me like to explore we were working like 12 to 14 hour days i mean so you could have mixed it in brandon's fanny pack in a speedo man you would have been you would have been right. lit i need right. to gear i need to gear up better for the next time because i was i was under geared yeah, so let's let's make a commitment on air right now. We're gonna we're gonna really transform our lives for next July. 4th. Yes, I feel like I feel like you know the fanny packs are a must. Mm-hmm. American flag silkies are a must. Yep, we need to get shirts made. Yep, yes. shirts yes. we can do better. Yes. We'll convince we'll convince all of our VBC buddies to do the same. I yes. agree. Where's that? Is there American flag, uh, next Wednesday. American next flag Thursday. cowboy hats. Amer- yeah, mm. we can do it all. Hey Sophie, we need some uh, American flag silkies. We yes. can do it all. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we hope that you enjoyed this episode of Signal Fire Radio. Don't forget to like and subscribe and go follow Brandon Petty John at the Port City Attorney. That is Chris Bradley from Cape Fear Investigative Services. Where do people find you, Chris? You're a great follow on Instagram, too, yeah. as well. Uh, you Instagram, put up good reggae stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, Instagram, uh, my professional page, Cape Fear Investigative Services. If you want to follow me for my my dumb, my dumb foolery and stuff that Brandon and I do sometimes. Um, Bradley runs ultras. You guys are both laying on the floor on a conference call yeah. like a week or so ago, yeah. too. You sometimes, got, you man, guys some, just, sometimes some calls, man, just get painful. Yeah. You're on the phone, just and you're like, it. fuck, man, can we be in this? Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> it's a movement. Yeah. yeah, it's a movement. So yeah. we'll, we'll start there. Next year, tw- uh, 4th of July, 2024, we're taking the whole week off. No conference calls. Sh- what did you say? The shorter the shorts? The longer the long. Uh, the break should be long and the shorts should the be short. The break will be long and the shorts will be short. And you know what? I'm going to make a commitment. We're going to host a party. One yeah. Day. yeah. Yeah. I think maybe we, that I think week. maybe we do like a, a formal, sil- a formal silkies party. Yeah. 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 Formal silkies. Formal no, silkies. no, no. Like we'll like, we'll get, you know, Eagles Day or something. Yeah. Get a room and just like, hey, everyone come out. Let's get party. a room. Get a room. Get a room. I love it. Yes. Maybe, I love a, it. maybe a Motel 6. You maybe. Why not? Hey, here we go. Okay. One, one more thing. We need okay. to listen there. People listening, um, we need some feedback to name Brandon's yacht. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah Brandon does need a name. Oh, we came up with one. Well, we, yeah, we not guilty, but K-N-O-T. Yeah. Or oh or N-A-U-T as in like nautical, but not I mean, guilty. Yeah, trying to feel like the lawyer vibe. I mean, you know, I mean, I still think. That's that, so I, sexual. I still think, yeah, it I is. love that. I still yeah. like the name that I told you. I do like that one. Yeah, my big dingy. I mean, it's perfect for the size for your boat. Well, my car's name is a deposition. 
Because you, really? you have to name a Tesla. Yeah. And so, like, so what I do is, you know, so if someone calls, like, oh, he's in a deposition. That's a vibe. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> With that, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of Signal Fire Radio. Don't forget to like and subscribe and turn on notifications if you're listening to us on podcasts or on YouTube. And until next time, go out, feed your mind, strengthen your body, enrich your spirit, grow your tribe, and have some fun. We'll cool. talk to you next time. Later. See you guys.